Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, this is Helena. Helena Steiner Hornstein with Our Wondrous World. This world so full of wonders and surprises and surprises and surprises. Isn't this amazing how many surprises we are served all the time? A few months ago, I was sitting here talking to you about this new thing called COVID, uh, COVID-19 and coronavirus. And uh, I uh, kind of thought, well, it's historic. It will pass by. In a few weeks, it will all be gone. I really believe that somehow. And here we sit months later, and it's still going strong. Actually, it's coming back and coming back and coming back. I think this is something we cannot control. And I have noticed in this process, nature is coming back. And maybe this virus is here to imprison us, our human beings. So we can be controlled by nature and just hold back here. Don't destroy this planet anymore. Just stay home. We are now going to shine. This is our planet. It almost seems that way because whatever we do and whatever we think about this, it doesn't seem to work. I must in all this also say congratulations to Sweden, what Sweden has done with the virus. Uh, And uh, I know everyone out in the world is kind of, complaining about Sweden, how we just have let it go and how we are allowing people to to just be free. Well, first of all, Sweden is very good to nature. We really care about nature in a different way. We have a lot of restrictions regarding protection of, of nature. So that could be one of the things. But also now, scientifically, Sweden is looking after nature uh it, it in, you know i got so interrupted i was looked out here and i have to say that because i just couldn't see this say this before but in front of my window as many of you know i have a, a lake with alligators and so on and during the past half hour when i was setting everything up here there were vultures you know those awful birds the uh, turkey vultures they're called and they were gathering here, like probably 30 of them. And they were looking down into the lake, and I couldn't see what it was. And now I see a few people coming with cameras, taking pictures, maybe of the birds or whatever it is in the water. So I found that so exciting just to mention. And uh, I didn't know there were that kind of vultures before called turkey vultures. They're quite impressive. They're big and beautiful in their way. And a wingspan, you wouldn't believe, it's like several yards. <laughs> so that was it. So now I was interrupted. So I was talking about the virus that's going on. And I think that we have been imprisoned somehow by nature and that we are meant to make a change. And in Sweden, as I started to say, they have, they have it under control, although they haven't taken the restrictions like we have in all other countries. So the country is moving along. No one has gone bankrupt over this virus. I know lots of people are making less money because also there you have the distance between people and you have to also obey that. So um, I think it's time for us in a way to wake up and understand to make a few changes. We have come too far into the greed and into doing things for money. And there is a commandment say you should have no other gods before me, says who? Says this higher power. I'm calling that higher power energy, what others call God or universe or whatever. I call that the light. And once you put the light, meaning love and light first in your life, you will have a different and better world. So... uh, now, going back to the theme, your thoughts can be a strong weapon. So true. 
I should have did, actually written instead, your thoughts can be a strong tool because that's really what it is. Your thoughts are a tool to get what you really want to have. It matters what you think. And I can hear someone say, oh, I know that. It's nothing new. I don't need to listen to this BS. I know that. It's nothing. And I said, yes, it is important because your thoughts would actually form the direction of your life. Your thoughts is the beginning of the God force working in you. Did you realize that? I had someone calling me up last night and she complained and complained and complained and it was all about money, 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 money and putting not money first but the lack of money first. She had turned that into her God and how on earth can you allow more money to come into your life when you just preach the lack of money in your life. And that's the same thing of, oh, I don't have a man in my life. I hear this from many women. And they more or less, oh, I have no man. And how can I find a new man? And they preach the lack of not having a man in their life. And I notice myself, it's so easy to really get what you want if this is what you put in your mind. Put in your mind what you really feel for, what you wish for, and never put that lack first. You can you can guide other people to do what you want them to do. And I remember uh, years ago, I had an older sister, and she had this really wonderful husband who was uh, Estonian, but actually at that time they called them Russians or Soviet citizens if they had lived in in Russia at the time. But he was this wonderful Estonian. And he had all kinds of tricks. I think he came from the country. And when you live in the country, you play cards a lot. So he always come with this deck of cards. And he says, okay, pick three cards. And I'll pick three cards. And he said, now, take it in your hand and look at them. Now pick one of those cards that you would really focus on. And then write it down on a piece of paper. So I would write down, oh, yes, this is Queen of Hearts. And I just wrote that down. And he said, now, don't show me what it is. And he said, put them back in your hand and look at them. I'm going to make you take the one card that you wrote down. And then he didn't say anything. He just said, oh, yeah, just look at me and I'll look at you. And he took about maybe half a minute and he said, okay, the card you wrote down is Queen of Hearts. And I sat with my mouth open. How did you know that? And he just smiled. Well, it's for me to, to know and for you to find out. And I couldn't figure what the trick was, but... As I grew older, I understood exactly because I started to do that trick with others. And I was right every single time. I just thought. I projected the thought, you know, that they should just take the card that they wrote down. I just projected that thought. Oh, yes, that's the card you would take. And of course, this was always right. And I think many magicians can do You can train to, to actually project your thoughts to others. You can project that thought to others all the time. But you can also project it in reverse. And I did, I remember at school when I didn't know a question and I kind of just tried to hide and just sent out this signal. Oh, don't take me, don't take me, because I don't know the question. They will always pick me. Always pick me. Because my strong, uh, my strength in projecting that thought to them was actually received by them. And they said, oh, this is exciting. I'm going to take Helena. So you can guide your life. You can 
project yourself into the direction and into getting what you really wish for. And I say that also if you go out and going to play a tennis match, starts in your mind. You don't go out on the tennis court and think, oh, I'm not going to win this one. No, you feel, I'm going to win this. I'm not going to lose this one. And you just start to project these thoughts of winning and winning. And when you do that to yourself, you begin to project your thoughts of winning. We will get there very much. Everything is energy and it's already vibrating out in the air. I don't believe in so-called predictions of future or fortune-telling or whatever it's called. Although many people say, oh, you're so good at that. You, you project exactly what is going to happen. But it's all cause and effect and consequences. Once you see how the energies are moving, it's very easy to see what's going to happen. I remember before the last election, when people asked me, I was in Europe at the time, I was not in the States uh, during the last election, although I'm an American citizen, also a Swedish citizen, so I can vote in both countries. But they asked me, who's going to win in the election? And Hillary was the one who was the predicted uh, winner. And I, when I start to feel, I was going back and forth. I said, no, no one is going to win. And I said it so forcefully because I could just read the images. And people then thought, oh, it's going to be like some kind of war or it's going to just no, it's going to be no president from now on. And, you know, we don't even know how to, to translate messages we get from spirit. And then we still give predictions because we get predictions somehow all the time. We just don't know how to understand it, how to translate it into our mind, into our belief system. But it was very true when I said, no one's going to win. Hillary won the election, but she didn't win, as we know. Mr. Trump, he didn't win the election, but he did win the election because of some old-fashioned system that happened in the United States. So what I'm saying with this is that when we have situations like this, don't take for granted when you believe someone is going to handle something a certain way. Just send out the message that you would like to have, the message that you would like to have. About everything. Never send out the message about your fear. Never send out the message about your doubt. If you have either one, either one of those two in your mind, the fear or the doubt, try to change that for anything positive, just to get rid of those feelings. Because they are not good for your health, they're not good for your future, they're not good for your present, present success. So please just know that this world is so full of opportunities and you can get what you basically would like to have through conditioning your own mind. There are so many, and I've said that many times before, but I say it again because I know there are always new listeners who, who are coming to see what this is about. And when you have been given the verdict, and I say a verdict by a doctor, that you have a disease or situation, I rather like to call it, where you cannot be cured, but you are just going downhill and downhill. It's not definite because someone said so. To go downhill, you can make it a slow process, first of all. And you can just also stop it now through your own decisions, through your own mind. Because you are the master of your life. Oh, yes, you are. No one else is the master of your life. Get that into your head. 
if you want to use your thoughts as a weapon of winning. Because, you know, use a weapon is not only destructive. And I had a very good uh, woman friend years ago who was from Houston, Texas. And she had this thing, maybe in a Texan way, oh, yes, I kill people with kindness. I kill, you know, all those terrible things with kindness. And I started to listen to what she actually said. And I thought, well, that's a very good idea. When you're kind to people who are mean to you, they actually start to feel bad about themselves. Because all of us, we have this little grain of goodness in us. We also have that grain of darkness in us, or not so good. And that is something I think we have collected through our lifetime. But I really mean that we basically are good. I see that most of us are really representing the good, although we don't always do it and we don't always know it. But we can use that goodness in us, that God-like within us for the good. You can use it for yourself. And if you now have come into this mode of, of darkness in your thoughts, and I have this like, that's why people come to me, to just get rid of that darkness. And sometimes that's all that it takes to get rid of the darkness in them, for them to move forward, to get well. I have a few cases right now who have been given the diagnosis of, you know, the big C cancer and have been told by the big authority, the doctors, that, oh yeah, we can do nothing. We can't do nothing for you. So you're going to die. Well, we're all going to die, I tell people. So just make it not so quickly. Just make sure you have a good life before you go. And everyone who gets that attitude, that thought in them, and start to activate that thought, well, I'm living now. I'm going to live today. I don't care about five years from now. No one can predict that if they're going to live that long. Even if you're young, you still don't know. So I think it's so unfair and so totally wrong by someone in the medical field to tell someone else, oh, there's nothing we can do for you. You should take it. No, you can't, but I can do something for me. Yes, I can do something for me. Listen to that. Because I think it's important for you to know that. And I talked to just these two couple of people that I know should be listening at least to the show because they need to hear exactly that. It's up to me what is going to be. It's so good the way you say that in English. It's up to me what's going to be. Am I going to be happy? Am I going to be rich? I'm not going to sing that. I'm going to not trouble you with my singing voice. But you can sing it to yourself. It's you to decide. That is the first commandment. You just follow that direction of the goodness, of the light. And then there's someone who's saying, oh, well, I have all this bad people around me. There's no one who's nice. There's no one who's good. What shall I do about that? It's very hard to be good. And it's very hard to, to kill them with kindness. Well, then kill your bad thoughts with kindness. Start to be good to yourself. It's not selfish to love oneself. It says so in the Bible. You know, love your neighbor as you love yourself. I bring that up like probably in every single session, which of course everyone has heard. But when you say at the right time, it makes a difference. Love yourself first before you start to love others. And for those who say, oh, it's so hard to, to, to feel love. How can I love properly? I feel I cannot give love. 
And I said, of course not. How can you? You cannot give love to yourself. And then I always get that comment, but, oh, it's selfish to love oneself. Oh, no, it's not. It's selfish if you're greedy. That's selfish. If you're like a bully, that's selfish. All the things, if you're lying about other people, lying about things, then you don't love yourself. There are signs everywhere. We see it very much now you know, in this country. You know, people who don't love themselves, they're mean to others. And that doesn't make you happier. They're trying to make themselves happy. They don't understand how. They think, well, if I throw dirt around, it will make me happy. No, it makes you even more miserable. And, you know, a happy person is a, is a good person to be with. It's a very organized person. A happy person is usually truthful. It's the unhappiness that makes someone untruthful. I could go on like this all for a long time, just preaching about your thoughts are yours. And you are in charge of your thoughts. Do you want someone to do something good for you? Start to imagine that they are doing that good thing for you. And I always said about one of those thoughts, it has to be good for you and for everyone. Oh yeah, don't be selfish now. If you have success, if you are making good money and success, why shouldn't others also benefit from that? It makes sense. This life is meant to be shared. And we are sharing so much of the mystery right now. Look at what's happening with this virus. And we are getting negative news every day. When instead we can be given good news. Like in Sweden where they say, oh, we have control now. It's going down. It has kind of worked itself to some kind of herd immunity with the virus over there. And they just let it go and controlled it, and controlled themselves. And they were quiet and calm about it. Instead of all this panicking, you see in this country now, all this fear and panic, and whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not good for your well-being. And now during this time, it's important that you build up a good, healthy immune system. And someone said that to me the other day, a client of mine. She said, yes, I'm making myself happy because I imagine that's good for my immune system. And don't toot it is. It's the best thing you can do for your immune system. Be happy. How do you get happy? Well, I always said, put yourself in the light and create happy feelings in you. How do you put yourself in the light? Towards the end of this program, we're going to do meditation, I think, actually quite soon, <laughs> just to practice this feeling of experience happiness. I should have said that in the beginning. We would do a meditation about creating a good base in you. How to create a good thought to make you strong and happy and successful. I have noticed from looking at the numbers, listening to my shows, that when I had shows, when, was, when they were about prosperity, somehow it doesn't click with the listeners of this group. Instead, people want to have the actual tool. So they listen more to how to do the step here, you know, the step forward, how to find a way to just move forward and upwards and be successful and healthy and so on. And I think this is great, you know, when they have come to that point. And I am a healer. I'm not a self-appointed healer like some guys like to say out there. I didn't even know what a healer was. 
But when people started to tell me I was a healer, I started to say, okay, I'm a healer. <laughs> so that's good with me. But what it is that I do is I help people be on an even keel, just to be back in balance again. Good health, happiness, success is actually balance. I have so many men who can, and they're really financially extremely successful. They're not in balance, though. They are messed up in their feelings. They're messed up in their health. They're messed up in their mental attitudes. So we must not believe that just to be financially successful is to be in balance, because it's not. You just have developed one thing of you. It could have been any part of you. It could have been the depression, the low energy too. So there we go. And you are now remembering one thing. You are a shiny light on this earth. Oh yes, this is not just sales technique. I really mean that. You want to be on this earth? Is that suiting you better? Who wants that? No, you are a shiny light on this earth. And that is the place where we would like to be. Because when you are happy and you feel in love with life, this feeling of being in love can create so much power. And when you now are in love, you can fabricate, you can manufacture thoughts and now be able to send those thoughts out in the world. I need that. Thoughts travel. This morning, early in the morning, I just went through my drafts, um, you know, in my files and I saw one uh, name and I was just pulled to that one and I said, oh, no one answered that one. I have to answer right now. And I projected my thoughts to that person and, and with my email. And she got the email. She wrote me back immediately and said, well, this is crazy. I was just thinking about you. You know, I was just thinking what is happening to that email or whatever she wrote. And I was just thinking about you and that I still need a session with you. And here you write. And I had another case. This was in Miami Beach. I was in Europe at the time, and we had a hurricane, a big storm. I don't remember which one uh, it, it was. And uh, I was in Europe, and I wanted to know what was happening with it. So I was going to call someone else. I was going to call someone I knew just to see how is it coming along, how is the storm doing, do you know how my place is looking, and so on. But I dial wrong because I dial wrong very often. <laughs> That's what I do. Uh, I'm dyslexic. I cannot dial numbers very well. So I dialed the wrong number. And I said, oh, this is Helena Steiner Hornstein. And he said, oh, my God, I was thinking about you. I was wondering how I can get hold of you. I so much needed to talk to you. I didn't know who that man was, but evidently he knew who I was. and He wanted a session. So he had simply sent out the thoughts of, I have to reach her, I have to reach her. So when you think that way, you will get more done instead of thinking hateful thoughts to someone. Because they will pick up on that and send hateful thoughts back to you. This is what's happening. So... I know that so politically we'll have to probably start to send loving thoughts of love to someone that we may not want to see in the future. <laughs> Just send, you know, energies of love to those that you really don't like or don't want anything from. And that is killing with kindness. Just let Go of your hatred. Don't charge yourself with negative thoughts. It will be such a strong weapon against you 
because you become this powerful negative power station charging yourself with these horrible negative and powers and people pick up on that all over the place I notice that too if you have an audience waiting for you you know you're going to make a talk in front of a few hundred people or thousand people or whatever it is if you now start to send love and light to that audience you will be received much better than if you just send out oh I'm so nervous I'm so full of fear then they expect something more from you and you have to meet those expectations from them so we are actually a life based on energy we are a society we are a world based on energy so this is the reason why I say your thoughts are the ones that bring you to some place but you have to make those thoughts suitable to you so they suit your system and what is coming out from you it does help and I said that you know when I was widowed the second time and I want really it was fun to have a husband and I just kind of sent out those creative thoughts about finding a new husband I didn't especially specify anything it had to be so yes I did specify uh, but I didn't kind of say oh he has to be a certain nationality or anything like this I was going on a long trip to America so of course I sent those in advance but I didn't kind of specify for the Americans you know you meet people everywhere when you travel and they come from everywhere too when you travel so I sent out all those thoughts and kind of made a few specifications and he was everything except for he had children I didn't even say anything about that I didn't want anyone with children well I didn't care basically because I wanted to have our own children and of course that happened too but what I didn't think was and when you all are looking for that new spouse and you're like stepchildren are very hard And don't, they don't necessarily want a new parent. They cannot see why their parents are not together. They don't want an additional parent. Uh, and in very few cases, it works, but usually it's hard. So I didn't say anything about that. And I thought, well, that's, you know, I'd be happy for what I get, something like this. So it had to be all these things. And it was. But anyway, so you can, again, make your life a fabulous life. Now I said all that. And let us do the meditation, so-called. The meditation I make, it's not a real meditation. It's channeled. And someone asked me the other day, what is the difference between a regular meditation and a channeled meditation? Well, a regular meditation is it's a kind of pattern you have been taught. And you follow that pattern and it's been written once upon the time and you probably read it and you've heard it from others and you follow that. Doesn't mean they're bad or, or not effective, but chanted is coming to you from a higher source and it's also kind of interpreted by you in a way that suits you. And I receive the information from the big heart of the universe. It goes to my big heart of of my soul and it moves forward to your heart of your soul. And that one is kind of interpreting it to suit you. So there is nothing written or nothing planned. And that's why these, what we call meditations that I do, I do them personally for each one who comes to me in a session and it's personally for them channeled down to suit them and they are powerful anyone who has done those can guarantee that it's very very powerful and it is in that particular 
so-called meditation that the healing is taking place. The actual healing. And it's not done by me. It's done by the universe. And this is very good and, you know, kind of important information. So now begin to relax and relax and relax. And know that within you there is a place that knows all and sees all. And that place is called I am the light. I am the light. And that place is the highest of the very highest good. It shines within you. Yes, it shines within you. Completely and totally in you there is a place It knows all and sees all. And that place is your higher self. And you relax and relax and relax. More and more and more and more. You are a spiritual being. And you go deeper and deeper and deeper. And deeper still. And now you begin to relax. Your body is completely, 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 and completely in tune with the one that you are. You are so relaxed now. If you hear music, Yes, it's Stephen Halpern's beautiful music from a particular piece called Gifts of the Angels. And that works very well with your feelings when you are in that particular place within you right now. You are so relaxed, so completely, completely relaxed. Imagine yourself far, far away. You are on an island, surrounded by water. And you can see now this island is like in the center of a big, big lake. Because you can see land all around you. This means that you are in the center of the world, in the center of your world. Right now, you go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper still, deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. You are a spiritual being. You now are. And this spiritual being that you are is living a life inside of a body that the universe has created for you in order to learn the few things that has been your task on this planet. You are relaxing more and more and more and more. You go deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's daytime. And you find yourself on this island where you feel so calm, so in tune with all and everything around you. You go a little deeper still. And in your mind, you now have a thought. You have a wish, and you want to make this wish not necessarily as a wish, wishing for something, but a wish that a particular thought will be happening, will be truth in your life. It's a thought of success. It's a thought of good health. It's a thought of finding someone to love. 
unconditionally and to be loved in return unconditionally. You are so in tune now with that higher power called peace and calm within you. And suddenly, you're surprised because you can hear like a tone around you. It's kind of in the air. It's like a sound. And it comes through among other sounds at first. Then you hear that sound again. And one more time. That little, little sound and that last little plane. That was the actual sound that you were meant to hear. Because the actual God plane that traveled within you and away from you to act on your behalf is that little twitch of light and a twitch of time. And it's extremely powerful. You are a spiritual being and you are now forming a thought that you would like to happen. Maybe peace in the world. I am going to send that for peace in the world. And now I feel for that peace in the world. And I put my feeling into that of love. And I can just feel that peace traveling over the world, across the world. And now this peace. We have situations in America where these are war situations. And now I'm sending peace in my thoughts. Let there be peace in all these cities. Let all those abusers of power just be quiet and calm and allow the peace to take over. Shift, sending it out in the world, sending it out to this country, sending it to your life. And now you will send that weapon of peace to those around you. You're sending them love and light instead of hatred and arrows, so to speak. Let there be arrows of love and light. This is the tool you are using to make your life a better life right now. You're sending that into situations. You're sending it around you and those who have given you all kinds of comments that didn't know any better, send it out to them. And now you feel much better. You were standing by the water before as you were sending out all these wishes or this thought for wishes. You are now walking into the island and you see how everything is growing there. And what you see, this is a representation of nature. And you see how nature is now beginning to heal everything around it. It heals what was too old to grow before. It is that was too weak to grow before and making what was good energy even stronger. And now we see how this island where you are is looking almost tropical because it's so lush with everything good that is popping up out of branches and the trees like big flowers out of the ground like big flowers, over the bushes like big flowers. And you look up in some trees and you see a variation of fruit 
this is spirit giving you more and more strength. Every little symbol is a message from spirit. A beautiful flower is something good for the world. A beautiful fruit is something good for your future. It will nurture you. It would give you support for your future. And you move forward and forward and forward. More and more and more and more. And now you can hear the water by the beach. And you go down to the water and you can hear it kind of with the waves kind of hitting the beach. And now to your surprise, you see a giant nutshell, like a walnut shell, floating in the water. You're surprised. You didn't know a walnut could be so big, so big so probably three people could stand in its shell. And you step into that shell. And the walnut shell is now floating out in the water. And it kind of floats out with the determination to reach the shore on the other side. And it moves across the water. And you are in the shell. And as you just sit there, you begin to pick up more energy from the shell. It's like the actual nut, the fruit that was in there before, is still there, sending you creative energy, building up your immune system, building up your creativity, building up your imagination. And suddenly, there's a ray of light that comes over you from above and encloses it, encloses the shell and you into it. You are so relaxed now, so completely, completely relaxed. You take a deep breath. You feel so powerful. You are in the light now. And you can see how the light is lifting you in the shelf up into it. And you are lifted and lifted and lifted higher and higher and higher. And now you feel you are flying over the earth to the other side of planet Earth. And now you are landing in a beautiful garden, in a lush garden. This is where you now are. This session has done you a lot of good. Because you have now been taken through the dimensions back to a world of riches, of possibilities. And you are still in the light and you feel so strong and so powerful. Yes, you are a spiritual being. Use that power that you have in you. Use your thoughts for the good, for the creative, for good health, your own good health first, and then the good health for others. I am the light. You feel it and you know it now and you feel so creative. I am a spiritual being. You feel it and you know it, you love it. And now, slowly, slowly, 
you're going to come back to here and now. And when I count to seven, you are to open your eyes again. Number one, and you are amazed how safe you feel. One, two, three, four. You love your life now. And you now feel you have courage. And you are safe where you are. Yes, you are safe. And imagine you just tell yourself you are safe. Doesn't mean you're going to push your luck and walk on the high wire across the city unless you really know what you're doing. But you are safe. One, two, three, four, five, six, and now seven. You wake up and you are back to being here and now with the one that you are. You are I am. And you take another deep breath and you stretch your arms. And I am Helena Steiner Hornstein. My website is speaking to your heart and body soul connection.com. It is not quite ready, but in the next week or so, I think it was, it's going to be out there. Body soul connection.com. The old one should still be there, but the new one is coming soon. And I have a newsletter that you can you get for free. I don't share my names with anyone. I don't do that. So you will just give it to me. I mean that also, and I guarantee that. And you get that from my website, speakingtoyourheart.com. And I do give spiritual uh, sessions every day over the Internet, and I do also, you know, on your iPhones, you know, like FaceTime. I do it over Facebook. You can reach me over Facebook also. So there are many ways of getting to me. And Skype, I've had trouble with Skype because somehow someone tried to hack me. And it's kind of broken the system, but I hope to get it back online again. So uh, that's it. And again, email me at Dr. Helena Info. D-R for Dr. Helena, my first name, Helen with an A, and info, short for information, at yahoo.com. I'll see you next time. It was wonderful being with you. And keep in touch with you. Send me emails, send me questions, and just go from there. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.